Welcome to Jesus and Juliet. We are here with Megan Dawson. She is a former student of mine um, at Veritas Academy in Austin, Texas. And what year did you graduate? 2016. I'm glad that you know that so quickly now. <laughs> because we hadn't done this before. <laughs> didn't even have to think about it or count on my fingers. Awesome. Um, so Megan has come back and directed two shows for us. And um, since she graduated, and that's been really awesome to to see you. And then you just graduated a show, or you just directed a show. <laughs> you just graduated. A show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you just directed a show. Yes, I did. And had your opening night. Yeah. And how was that? Really terrifying, <laughs> but also very exciting. And what was the name of that show again? Um, I'm not sure I'm allowed to say because we didn't get the rights for it. Because oh. <laughs> it was technically for a grade, because gotcha. it was for a class, so. <laughs> We have to be very guarded. Theater life. Love theater. <laughs> um, okay, so can you tell us what it was about? Yeah, A basic premise. So it was about a boy who went to go visit his grandparents for the summer, and he finds out that his grandpa is dying, but he spends, like, one last summer with him trying to count all of the stars and, like, hearing all of his grandfather's old stories, and there's, like, a dragon that he fights because there's some, like, fantasy elements so it was really cute, really fun, yeah. uh, very challenging technically, especially since I hadn't done any technical work before. So. Yes. <laughs> at all. <It's> insane. <laughs> yeah. Have you taken lighting design at Texas State? Oh, she goes to Texas State. Oh, I, don't I do know go if to Texas State. State. Yeah. yeah. Which is where I went. Eat them up, cats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, have you taken lighting design or? Um, so I took stagecraft and lighting. Okay. I did take it. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then I took design for educational theater also, which was a class that was specifically for educators. So stagecraft and lighting was more lecture. Yeah. Uh, and there were some labs for that, but I didn't really pay attention in that class. But then design for educational theater was more specific to here's everything you need to know about lighting design as it pertains to working in a classroom with students. So... How, when you went into, like, how long was your tech rehearsal? Like, what was the full process of so, directing that show? So we started in January because okay. uh, it was very much like a year going to completely learn every aspect of how to, like, direct a UIL one-act show okay. for a school setting. So in January, we started by choosing a show and then cutting it down to uh, 35 minutes and then oh, 35 minutes, 35 minutes wow. okay. so that we had room. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up still having to cut a whole scene because action takes longer yes. than it does when you just read it out loud. Uh, so, yeah, we cut the whole show down. And then uh, we had two classes during the school year. One was a... Um, I don't remember what it was called, actually, but I got an A in it, so that's important. <laughs> and it was all about uh, how to actually, like, work with the kids and cutting the show and some more of the, like, directing elements. And then there was de Design for Educational Theater, where we had, like, a lighting unit and a scenic unit, and we designed our whole set. We learned how to do drafting and, like, make a ground plan, which I'm never going to use again. But wow. it was, I'm not, yeah. I'm not great at it, because I can't mm -hmm. really draw, and I don't know how to do right. shapes but <laughs> shapes but <are> yeah <laughs> but um and we got to use the little model uil units which oh, are really cute yes. and he actually ended up making some for everyone in the class um so that oh, we could wow. just pay like 30 dollars for yeah. it instead of like a couple hundred dollars yes. so that's really cute um and then we had like a lighting unit and we learned all about 
the different lighting areas in UIL Mm -hmm. and kind of what you can use and but that was all more kind of classroom stuff and Mm -hmm. then uh, we had a costume unit so we had to do um, renderings of all of our costumes Mm -hmm. and like learn how to draw the little figures and draw the costumes Mm -hmm. on it which I did a lot of tracing Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm actually very very proud of my artwork (laughs) so I'm changing my major to art actually (laughs) now Uh, and so that was a whole class so we had those two during the year and then once the year was over we had one kind of intensive summer session where we had um, our directing two class in the morning, which was where we learned basically like how to direct the show and how our rehearsals are going to run. And we would lead kind of mock rehearsals uh, with our classmates where we put together a scene and directed them in it so that we could get kind of tips on what works and what doesn't work. And uh, we learned how to measure students um, appropriately for measurements because the costume shop mm-hmm. at Texas State is all done by measurements and not necessarily sizes. Right. And then we went in and um, kind of looked around at what our options were because we used costumes that they already had in the shop. Right. And then after a whole month and a half of that, we had a one week break and then the student showed up and we had like our audition process the full night, which was about like three or four hours long of just watching like right. 70 kids audition in these audition groups with these like audition rooms that we kind of set up which was very stressful because there were a lot of faces and right but uh and then we cast all of our shows and then we would have rehearsal each day and we measured them uh and then we would go into the costume shop and measure the costumes and pull costumes that would fit them and then we would have a fitting and then we had one two-hour rehearsal on the main stage uh Wow. Yeah, so we only had one rehearsal on the main <laughs> yeah. stage. And actually, the the main theater building where all of our classes usually are and where we normally have the camp uh, had no air conditioning this summer uh, because... Is that the PAC? The red one. Or is that the, the, the red building? one. Yeah, the red oh, okay. one. So normally all of our rehearsals and stuff happen in there in rooms, mm-hmm. and then we move over to the PAC for the mm-hmm. actual performance. Right. But... But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of rotating and a lot of challenges. So you and had then, two hours to do your tech, also. Um, we had one hour to do our, an hour and a half to do our tech. Oh. Okay. But we only really had an hour to do our tech because fifteen minutes into our tech rehearsal, the fire alarm went off. Oh. Yeah. So so we had to evacuate the building, and you know how long it takes yes. kids to get right settled and so they're all coming in yes. and talking about the fire alarm right. like, please be quiet and get back to your places oh my gosh. but then the house lights wouldn't go out so we had to do our whole tech rehearsal with the house lights on so you couldn't really see the lighting yeah oh goodness so so we ended up we got finally got the lighting out in the last like 30 minutes and we're able to do like to look at a couple of scenes right with the whole right like lighting and stuff like that but it was definitely a challenge especially kind of adapting from a lobby space where everything is a lot smaller Mm -hmm. and you don't have any of the set to moving to a big stage and they have to figure out Mm -hmm. how long it's going to take them to enter and exit and how the transitions Mm -hmm. are going to work and where exactly they're going to be lit because you can wander towards the porch when the porch is like right next to you but when the porch is all the way across the stage (laughs) wandering towards the porch because you are not seen so right. I had to do a lot of, like, I'd just throw paper at them and say, get back in the light. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of what has um, 
you know, what we have issues with, mm-hmm. too, is when we're rehearsing on smaller spaces, and then we go to competition at a larger space, yeah. and we have not accounted for the time it takes mm-hmm. to cross, so... And you only have one yes. hour. And, you're, <laughs> and you don't run through... We don't run through yeah. the show. We only do a cutie But luckily, so. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have to spike our set at our tech rehearsal, because we, like, uh, we had some time... Because we actually had four hours to program all of our lights and sound, right. and so we had four hours... For our sound and four hours for our light, um, where we would go in and just do all of the programming for it. And then we would set up our set and see how it looked in the light and then spike it so we didn't have to have all of the kids like, okay, now we're going to spend 15 minutes spiking our set so that we know where it is. So, so is that, was that just the educational program? That's like, just what the, is your degree in so specialization? It's, it's specifically, so it's, it's the teacher certification program for okay. theater. And so it's its own kind of degree. Like when I graduate, I'll graduate with a BFA in theater mm-hmm. plus a teacher certification. Right. But it's all kind of rolled into one. So I graduate like at one time with both. Yes. And the classes are a lot more directed towards like theater education. So like. And competition. Yeah. And yeah. competition. And so instead of taking like stage management, I took stage management for educators and administrators, which was. Just right. like stage management, except more oriented towards right, like answering questions we might have about a school setting or how so to is teach there still a student a how to stage manage. Directing program there? Yeah, there's a directing program. Okay. Um, there, they've branched out in kind of their their theater program and making it bigger and more like detailed. And so, right. they have th- four basic majors. So there's the musical theater program, and they only accept thirteen students a year into that. Um, and then the acting program, and they only accept, I think, 12 or 13 mm-hmm. students into that as well. And then there's the teacher certification program, which is what I'm in. And then there's uh, the final program is performance and production. So it's kind of a general, you sort of get all areas of theater, and then you choose a specialization. So you end up getting like 15 or so like elective slots right. um, that you put in. So if you're interested in directing, then you'd fill that with more directing-oriented classes or if you want to do uh, script writing or like playwriting, then you do. Sorry, somebody else <laughs> just walked by and did a, a weird face. Um, yeah, and so you'll you'll take more script writing classes. Like I took a dramatic adaptation class to learn how to right. adapt works into plays. Just as kind of a fun elective, but yeah. it's definitely. And then there's there's like our study abroad program mm-hmm. is really good, and that's. Um, there's like a specific theater study abroad that's got, um, it's for Shakespeare and it's got a like textual component and then a performance component and in the performance component it also touches on like, like I learned a lot about how to specifically direct Shakespeare as opposed to directing other kinds of plays because right. there's a lot of different things that you have to yeah tackle when directing right. yeah. Shakespeare. So yeah, there's... Basically, just a bunch of different classes, and then the classes oh that you take depends right. on your major. So, it's a lot. That There's a lot, lot of like somebody will be so like, "Oh, I'm a theater major," and you'll be like, "What kind?" There's so much more than when I went there. I mean, yeah. there was really just the. It was directing, acting, or tech, basically, and you just picked one. <laughs> and, um, and then tech was just the two Oh yeah, there's tech courses. too. Or the, not tech. the tech, the directing was just... Directing one, directing two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, <laughs> they still so have, fast. They still have directing one and directing two, but everyone has to take directing one and directing two, not just like directing majors. And then um, 
I think that there's other directing classes, but I don't really look into that. I think it was, that. maybe it but, was like that. I but I forgot there's also, there's also a BFA, like, technical program, which right. is, like, the technical elements. Like, my, yeah. I think my roommate graduated with a stage management degree, um, and their stage management program is really good also. Right. And, yeah, there's, a, like, a lot of people that graduate from the Texas State Theater Program and then immediately hit Broadway, like, right. two months later. That's really so, awesome. I always feel famous, yeah. even though it's like, wow, I took one class with you, and you messaged <laughs> me on Facebook one time to ask about homework, but I'm basically famous because we're I know you. We're besties. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, we're besties. Here's a photo of us together, except it's them on the stage and me taking a selfie <laughs> from, like, the fifth row back. So funny. Yeah. So one of the things that I always, um, I mean, I've always been so proud of you, obviously, and admire you. And that's because you went into, you got very involved. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that I had talked about previously is I, ha- I had a lot of trouble getting involved mm-hmm. in, because I worked. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't as much... Um, I don't know. I don't want to say like support, but mm-hmm. I think I also was just very shy. Yeah. Um, so how, when you went in, first of all, were you nervous about? Yes. <laughs> I was nervous about everything. So that's yes. a yes. <laughs> that's a yes. I'm still nervous okay, about everything. Okay, well we can just stop yeah. now. <laughs> um, okay. Several questions. Okay. One that I kind of want to touch on is. How, how you got in, like, mm-hmm. how you decided what programs you were going to be involved in. And also, were you nervous about, um, not, I wouldn't say potentially losing your faith, because I don't think mm-hmm. that happens that abrupt or anything, but um, being influenced yeah. um, in any sort of way. Those are kind of the main things that I want to mm-hmm. touch on. Um, because I, one, want other people to mm-hmm. know that, that you do go through with, like yeah. you go through that when you join, like everyone does. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the thing that I hear the most. And the other is, well, how do I, how do I get involved with groups that are going to keep me on the, um, the path? Yeah. You know? So anyway. So I had a, like a long, interesting journey with getting involved. I think it helped that I knew exactly what I wanted to do going into college and I, mostly always known that I wanted to be a teacher it was just a question of like what am I going to teach so going in and knowing that they had this program for teaching that was already perfect for me and I went to the theater camp that I directed at all four years of high school so I was very kind of familiar with the program going in and I already knew a group of people going in because a lot of people that go to that camp end up going to Texas State so there were like a handful of like four or five people that I already kind of knew that were involved in the program which helped but Going in, uh, I immediately joined the theater fraternity that they have. And that I got, like, a solid bulk of my friends from. That terrified me. That, yeah, well, it terrified me, too. I did not do it. I was like, nope. (laughs) I am am really great at playing extrovert, but I'm, like, a huge Mm -hmm. introvert. So it would be things like, wow, like, we're pledging and we're going to be out really late, like, Mm -hmm. every night. And I'm, like, sitting on my bed going, no, please don't kidnap me tonight. Yes. I'm a little bit busy. Um, right. But it was also very, like, thrilling and exciting and fun. And I got to know, like, a bunch of upperclassmen that kind of showed me, like, a lot of the ropes. And 
Uh, and then there was also with the teacher, pro- like the teacher program, all of the teachers are kind of pretty close because it's a very close knit program. And we have a lot of events like there's a book club for teachers where um, we'll like read a different play every month and then talk about like how we'd cut it and whether or not we'd want to direct it and stuff like that. Oh, and awesome. um, yeah, and there's like like socials for right. there's like an ice cream social every once in a while and like a Halloween party for the teacher certs and stuff like that where we'll all just get together and be teachers and so I got to be exposed to other like kind of t-shirts through that and so I kind of had that group too and then I I went to church but I went to church specifically because I'm I knew that my parents knew the pastors of that church and I wanted my parents to know that I was going to church. <laughs> right. And then I just kind of su- got sucked into that right. church and I was like, okay, well, I'll go yeah. here. My parents won't worry about me because they'll know I'm going to church. Like, I'm still a Christian. I can still, like, check off that yes. faith box. But it wasn't really my priority anymore, which was a struggle for me. Right. And theater can be a very secular world. Yes. And I definitely think that there is a way to balance it in college. Mm-hmm. And I found that as I've gotten older but at first it was very much like oh I have to choose uh and I chose Mm -hmm. like being with my theater friends and being Mm -hmm. in that world also meant there were like a lot of parties and Mm -hmm. if you want to get to know people then like you see people in class but you hang out with people at the parties and that's Mm -hmm. where you bond and you get crazy stories and you like talk to people and you get to know people but it's also a lot of like drinking and partying and and stuff that was really easy and comfortable to fall into right um that I didn't really think was a problem until I looked at my life and looked at kind of what a mess it was and what a mess I was and realized that I needed to put a stop on that and kind of turn my life around a little bit because I wasn't fulfilled and I wasn't enjoying things anymore and I was very depressed so I I just kind of had like a mental shift where I was like, I need to really focus on God in my life and put mm-hmm. this to the side. And and there was also a lot of drama involved with it because theater people are very dramatic, <laughs> like yes. very dramatic. And like, I, I love yeah. them and I definitely right. don't regret pledging that fraternity at all. Right. I, I made some of my like kind of friends that I know are probably going to be lifelong friends through that. Right. But I also wasted a lot of time with people that I definitely thought were going to be my friends forever. But then once I stopped going to parties and stopped drinking and stopped kind of being as invested in that stuff, they kind of stopped talking to me or right. didn't really like make me a priority or reach out to me, which doesn't mean that they're bad people. It's just that right. they weren't my people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I fell into a campus ministry organization that was affiliated to my church that I'd said no to going to for a long time but actually uh, I got involved in church through theater um, because that's how God is Mm -hmm. and so I got cast in a show in Wimberley uh, that was super fun and super exciting and so I and it was for it ran for like a whole month and that was the first time that I'd ever done like 12 shows Um, right so it was very because thrilling. Because we only did one. Yeah, we only did we only did <laughs> one. Well, one time we did two. The last show that I was in, we that, did two. That one time we did two that performances in a row. Yeah, and so it was it was definitely very thrilling. But I also used that as an excuse to not go to church because right. I was like, oh, I'm so busy. Uh, I yes. have shows mm-hmm. on Sundays, even right. though my call time wasn't until two, and right. I got out of church at eleven thirty. Right. I was like, wow, I can't do church anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the week after the show ended, 
I didn't have an excuse anymore and people were asking about me and I was like, I guess I got to go back to church. And I showed up at church and somebody who had seen my show saw me and was like, wow, like I loved you in the Miss Firecracker contest. Like that was incredible. Like you were a star. Like me and my boyfriend went on a date to go see you. Uh, are you involved in a growth group? And I was like, no. And she was like, awesome. Like, I'll see you at Stellar on 730 at Monday. And I was like, what? And then she disappeared and I didn't have her number and I didn't want to ghost her. So I just showed up and then I kept yeah. going every Monday. Mm-hmm. And now I like lead that growth group and yeah. I'm like super involved in that area of my life. And it really plugged me into a lot of people that kind of are my people and that have parties where people don't drink and where we're finished at like eight o'clock instead of starting at eight o'clock are they artists are there artists or? some some of them are okay. there's um uh there's like I think four or five theater majors that are like also oh, in it great. yeah but now kind of with that community that I'm really involved in and I ended up being um vice president of that organization mm-hmm. for a bit uh before I took a step back because I'm really involved in the teacher stuff now right. and that's mm-hmm. a lot yeah um so uh, I've managed to kind of straddle that with the like the friends that I've made through teaching. And even though I dropped the fraternity that I was in, uh, just because of my own personal stuff, I still had a lot of the really good friends. Right. And I ended up like rooming with one of them, who's one of my best friends now. And uh, I definitely have like a solid circle of people there that I trust. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to keep those friends while also making my main like community that I'm involved in and that I really associate myself with with my like right. god community right while also not saying like oh I have to stop hanging out with theater people and I have to stop right like, it's a balance them. yeah 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 but also kind of learning to like stand up for mm-hmm. for my like for myself and for my faith and mm-hmm. like when people are kind of making jokes about like Christianity mm-hmm. kind of saying like hey like let's not mm-hmm. do that around yeah. me because it makes me uncomfortable and right. having people be respectful of that and and not kind of getting rid of that fear of being like that person right because there was always like oh I don't want to be like that weird Jesus girl but like I, I I learned that I needed to stop apologizing for God mm-hmm. and start apologizing to God for feeling a need to right. apologize for him <laughs> yeah. and that like has really helped because the people that care about me and the people that are my friends and that are the ones that are going to stick around for my whole life aren't like are going to respect that and are going to respect Mm -hmm. my faith and my decisions and aren't going to say like oh you're kind of weird about your faith and you don't really like drinking or partying and that's kind of boring so I'm going to peace out right like they care about me so they're not going to do that right I am able to have both bye (laughs) yeah and those people it's like yeah I don't really want you around anyways like you're you're great you're fun but you're not for me right so so how do you um that is all so perfect Mm because that's exactly I think what a lot of people are going through I know I went through something similar Mm -hmm. um so how would you tackle if you are a um, BFA mm-hmm. acting major? Or I think even I think even when I was in school, we were sort of supposed to audition for every show, yeah. but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, neither have so I. So <laughs> hopefully they don't come back and take my degree away. But um, but how? I mean. What happens mm-hmm. if, if they're doing a show and you have to audition and it's maybe not something that um, that meshes mm-hmm. well with our faith? Um, 
for me, I think because they don't really care as much if the kind of teachers audition because we're less likely mm-hmm. to get a role just because that's not right. what we're studying. Yes. Um, it's very easy for me to casually like bow out or just audition anyways because I know that I'm probably not going to get the part and then right. kind of I'll cross that hill when right. I get to it. But I know that there have been um, circumstances where people have been kind of uncomfortable with shows or have said like, yeah, this isn't really mm-hmm. something that I um, want to be a part of and that they've had to kind of tackle that issue is because the acting majors like definitely are obligated to audition for every single show right. and and definitely have a very high chance of being like cast in right those shows and so or even like people who are just assigned to work on a show if you're doing mm-hmm. like tech or crew or you get like a crew assignment yeah. where it's like oh now you're going to be on the stage management team for this mm-hmm. show that you might not right. be comfortable with and I think that there's like a choice that has to be made of whether or not you're going to like stick with what you believe in and what your heart tells you Mm -hmm. and stand up and say like hey actually I don't really feel comfortable doing this show is there any way that I could be moved to another show do you think that would be well received I think that it would be okay um with some people and there's probably like one or two like professors that might kind of mentally put you on a list of like I'm not yes, gonna cast her next right. time she's gonna yeah. be that way but that's also again probably not a director that you'd want to work with anyway right. it feels like you're able to have those conversations a little yeah. bit easier than a while ago when it I mean it, it would have been terrifying to and go no one and, wants to get sued that. for religious discrimination yes that's so, yeah. <laughs> and there's that yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and I I don't know because again it's really easy for me to say like yeah just don't audition or just yeah. say you don't want to be in it because I acting isn't like what I'm pursuing so it's right. not yeah, it's as big different. of an issue of mm-hmm. like oh what if I don't get cast in shows and how am I going to build my resume mm-hmm. and get my name out there if I'm not seen mm-hmm. like because that's not an issue with me that's not like right. a source of anxiety or something that I think about a lot so I'm not sure if they like if you have to say why you don't but I think that like you'd I, I doubt that they would say like okay like give us the exact reason why you don't feel comfortable being mm-hmm. in this show like right. again I haven't heard like I haven't heard right. anything about it but I know that it happens which means that it's got to be kept confidential it's not mm-hmm. like a thing that everyone's like oh did you hear so and so turn down this role because she's morally against this show because she's got this weird Christian thing like I've never heard that said those anywhere. weird Christian things yeah um or even <laughs> they sometimes, sneak up <laughs> sometimes there's like shows that might have like triggering content for some people mm-hmm. that might right. bring back some really bad stuff and they like might not want to be in that show because of specific trauma reasons or things that it would affect them in a way that's different than other people that they have to say no to for their for their mental health and definitely like the professors in the theater department have been very empathetic right um especially towards like mental health reasons like I've had semesters where I've been like really depressed and haven't been able to turn a paper in on time or have been struggling with some stuff and had to say like hey, I really want to turn in this paper and I really want to do my best job, but I can't do this in time. Like, can I get an extension? And they'll say, yeah, just keep me updated and, like, I'll work with you. Right. And I've ended up turning in a paper, like, three days after the final. Right. um, Just to, like, get it in and still done well on it because I worked with them and I communicated with them. So they're very understanding of of most things. And I think that that's one thing that I really like about 
the theater faculty. Um, like, there's always going to be, uh, like, a bad teacher or, like, one or two uh, bad professors that are the, oh, my class is really hard and no one ever passes it and I'm yes. bragging about this as if it makes me credible and right. not a bad teacher. Right. Um, but you see that a lot less in the theater department than you mm -hmm. do maybe in... It's so funny because we've had similar fields. teachers and I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, I can definitely think of maybe one or two professors that I'd assassinate, maybe just one, but they're old anyways. <laughs> what does it matter? Yeah. I'm just um, so would you, is this a subject that comes up, you know, if you're talking to other artist types mm -hmm. who are Christian something that they struggle with or is it something that's you know that they kind of have found their way a little bit easier i think kind of a mix of both mm -hmm. um there have definitely been like times when i've said oh there's like other christian theater majors like i really want to connect with them mm -hmm. like maybe we can all do like a bible study but then i found out that like oh they're kind of a like different kind of christian than i am um not like <laughs> <laughs> i mean just like a different religion? Of, not like necessarily a... like a different religion, but that they kind of will express it in a different way or be like a little bit more like kind of judgmental about some things. So like they're or... more spiritual? Some people are more of the like, oh, I'm spiritual and not religious and yes. I like right. don't go to church and I don't right. really see mm -hmm. the importance in like rituals or professing mm -hmm. my faith. And right. then there's some people that are very like, I want to really push this on other people and oh, right. like all like pray your gay away yeah and kind of stuff stuff like right. that it's not super popular right in the theater department and so sometimes it's like uh, I don't really know you don't really know if you're on the same page with your beliefs with someone until you're That's like true. in the middle of a bible study and someone says something that you're like <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if that's like doctrinally right um but I'll go with it, about or that. just yeah. people that just like, like I had, like I've had someone because I'm a religious studies minor, mm -hmm. and I've had people be like, oh, like why do you feel a need to do that? And I'm like, oh, like I really enjoy studying religions and stuff like that. But then they'll be like, no, I mean, like if you're already a Christian, like why do you like want to study other religions? Kind of as if it would make right. me a bad Christian right. to want to study religion, right? And stuff like that's kind of like rub me the wrong way but I know that there have been like people in the theater department that have believed the same things and had the same issues and talked the same way like there's people in my organization um my church organization that are also theater majors that like I can kind of talk to about that stuff and there's always going to be someone who believes the same same thing as you right like as many people or as, as there are that disagree with you right. yeah <laughs> there's always going to be like at least someone that understands where you're coming right. from um but it, it ends up being a lot harder to say, like, oh, like, we're all Christians here. Let's, like, do, like, a group because, like, everyone can say that there's something, but that can mean totally different, different things. Right. Um, which can make for interesting discussions. But I also think that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, like, try um, to connect with other people. Like, I definitely kind of had this attitude going into college of, like, oh, Christians are boring and people that aren't Christians are fun. Right. Which doesn't make sense because I had a lot of fun in high school with my friends right. who were also Christians. Um, but I definitely think that there's this sort of 
attitude in kind of pop culture mm -hmm. and in the media of like boring Christians at their Christian parties who sit around and sing Jesus songs for fun, um, which isn't right. Like well, how it's it definitely is. we are generalized yeah. so much. Yeah. So bad. And like Christians, yeah. and I'm like, that's not me at all. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I think that um, I. It's funny because as I've gotten older, I've kind of gotten, like, I don't know. I feel a certain way about, like, you know, being edgy. I mean, not that mm -hmm. I'm edgy because I'm totally not edgy at all. But, a lot of people die but, in the plays community. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I'm a little edgy. Um, but, you know, that you don't have to fit into... Um, a certain box when you're a Christian and mm -hmm. that you are still able to be yourself and, and believe in God and you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and have your faith. And so, but for whatever reason, it is like, er, like every Christian is kind of pigeonholed and, mm -hmm. and put into this group. And that's something that it's crazy. Cause even during, especially politically mm -hmm. now, and, and if you're looking at social media, I have, um, did I hit my button? No. no okay. <laughs> um, I have a lot of friends from when I did theater. So mm -hmm. I did community theater, but I also obviously from being at Texas State. And, um, and so, you know, there's, there's things posted and there's things posted that are really hurtful and that mm -hmm. are just flat out talking about, you know, Christians and, um, and it's, it's hard to listen to because you're thinking, that's not me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's interesting. And I think that's kind of why I wanted to have you on here is because it's like almost like fighting the good fight, but mm -hmm. just showing people that they can do both and that they don't yeah. have to choose. And there's a lot of students who I think when they walk in, they are, you know, it's, I, I mean, I will never forget, like, my first day walking into that building and in just being, like, culture shock, yeah. you know? And it was very loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember how loud it was. Um, and and everyone was just really big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in the lobby, you never know if someone's rehearsing a scene or having yeah. a fight. Right. And you have to listen long enough to see if they start doing it again yes. to figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And that was on the first day. Mm -hmm. So it was... Um, so, yeah, it can be really scary. And then you can mm -hmm. just, and then you look at show posters and you see shows up and yeah. you're just like, what? But um, until we are standing firm in our faith as an artist, mm -hmm. I think that is what is needed more than anything. And we don't have to, um, you know, preach and mm -hmm. try to, you know, pray the gay way, which is awful. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! There's a re <laughs> I can definitely see a reason why a lot of theater people are kind of like, like stay away from yeah. me towards Christianity because right. there's a lot of people that have been like really hurt by the church yes. or have had like right. kind of horrible things said mm -hmm. to them in kind of mm -hmm. a legalistic way or just not being shown God's love in the way that they should be. And so I found that there's a lot more worth in showing people like love first right. and mm -hmm. in like being friends with people and being mm -hmm. in community with them uh instead of coming at them with the like 
here's why you're wrong and should change. And I mean, that can you can think that that's coming out of love and like a, I have this really mm-hmm. awesome thing, which is Jesus and how he's worked in mm-hmm. my life. And I want to share it with as many other people as I can, which is great. But there's also kind of a time and a place and a way that you have to do it um, with mm-hmm. people that are already kind of against Christianity in a way that it comes across as more like, wow, I didn't realize that you're a Christian because you're really like cool and edgy. and and neat and a little <laughs> bit edgy and you have never like judged me right. for anything and that makes me feel like I can trust you and open up to you and right. then I have like more of a window to like let them see how God has influenced my life or how like God has helped me like defeat the evils of alcohol but not in a mm-hmm. sort of i'm morally against people who drink sort of way but right. just you know this wasn't good for me and, right. and my mental health and how i acted and a lot of people are like how did you sort of get out of that bad place that you were in and then i'm able to tell them yeah you're able to decide yeah to share yeah. like my story with mm-hmm. them in a way that doesn't have everyone in the theater department be like oh did you hear about Meg and that like weird play that she wrote or like did you hear about Meg and like that time when she pulled so so aside and said this like kind of weird Thing to them even though they're right. not even friends right um yeah well yeah. i mean i think it helps it can help even someone who is christian coming in to skip over a little bit of the bad part yeah. you know because i went through the exact same thing and it was um yeah i mean nearly the exact same story except that i was not firm in my major and so Mm -hmm. i like it ended up making me like i felt like i didn't belong like Mm -hmm. you kind of you know waver a little bit on going to church but still were firm in what you wanted your major to be and then they ended up meshing together Mm -hmm. but for me it completely i i was christian but i stopped going to church Mm -hmm. But then wasn't sure I wanted to be in that world, you know, in theater world. I can't decide, so I'll choose neither. So then I was like, right. So then I was like, this isn't working out. You know, we mm-hmm. want every we wanted to like tie it in a bow, and it wasn't tying in a bow yeah. the way that I wanted it to. And that's the problem is is I um, am a perfectionist, and so mm-hmm. and so then I felt like I needed to <laughs> change. Um, people just keep walking by. I needed to change. Um, my major, mm-hmm. you know, and do all these. I tried to sell all my plays um, at a, my parents' garage sale. It didn't work out. Nobody wanted them. But I would have bought them. You would have bought. Yeah. I would have bought them. <laughs> um, they're sitting right there. Actually, do you have any really copies funny. of The Importance of Being Earnest? <laughs> I, I probably do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I couldn't put it together, and then mm-hmm. it wasn't until I. Um, you know, I ended up sticking with theater only because I had taken so many courses and then I was, you know, I just couldn't get it together. So I was like, I just need to graduate. I just need to do this. Um, And then once I had finished college and, and that's with me not being Mm -hmm. super involved either. So it wasn't like, I mean, I still had friends from, I I still have friends now from um, Texas State that Mm -hmm. I went to school with. It wasn't until my later years, like my junior, senior year in college, that I started to make friends within the directing program, mm-hmm. and um, and they are still friends of mine today. But it wasn't until I was out of that that I was able to go almost back to to going to church mm-hmm. and practicing my faith more than I had. Um, 
and then kind of figuring out how to put the two together. So, um, yeah. Is there anything, like, what advice would you give to, you know, if you think of just a student that's graduating um, and going into Mm -hmm. the other difference between you and some other of my students who have gone into college for theater is that you went to a big school. Mm -hmm. And that's why, honestly, why I wanted to have you on here, too. Because I think it's really easy to go to a smaller college and um, that's already Christian, right? Mm -hmm. You're already going to a college. It's Christian. It's a small theater program. Like, it's tied in a pretty bow. Just bigger Veritas. Right. Exactly. So, what advice do you have someone going to Texas State from, like, maybe this particular school? So, definitely a couple of things. First would be that, like, church people aren't boring and that you can still have a good, fun time in college with people that are Christian. So, don't be afraid to accept a flyer from someone in the quad inviting you to a campus (laughs) ministry organization because like it could be fun and also we get our feelings hurt when you flip us off um i was about to say that was me until you said the flipping off part yeah because i was like i don't i mean sometimes i put headphones in with no music just so that no one would talk to me but now i know when people are doing that trick i'm like i can see that's not plugged into anything but um but yeah just not being afraid to get you don't have to just choose one thing to get involved in. Right. Like, it's definitely don't take, like, 50 different, like, clubs and every single, like, possible mm-hmm. elective that you can think because you're not going to develop meaningful relationships in all of those places. But you can, like, pledge Alpha Psi Omega and then also, like, be a part of, like, Every Nation Campus Ministries. And, and you don't have to choose one and... And it's definitely important to make friends in your major and make friends mm-hmm. in what you like want to do for the rest of your life and make those connections. But it's really important to know that the like deep spiritual conversations that you need to have to grow as a Christian and as a person and the people that are really going to have your back when you're going through like dark mm-hmm. times or that you need to get good advice from are going to be people in your church and the people in like your campus Mm -hmm. ministries and the campus missionaries that you'll like need to connect with because the sort of advice that you're going to get from your friends who are secular isn't the advice that you're going to need because you're on very different paths and again that doesn't mean that they're like bad people or that you shouldn't be friends with people that believe differently or that you should never get any sort of advice or counsel from them but that you need people speaking from god into your life even if you think that you don't need that you do right um so that's very important and then the other thing is just that everyone's faith journey looks differently right and you don't you don't have to like comparing yourself to everyone else is a very dangerous and awful thing and kind of thinking like oh how come this person has it like so much easier than I do and it's so easy for them to be just like a good person it's like well you don't know what's going on with them right and it could be that they are struggling in the same way that, that you're struggling and you just don't know it mm-hmm. and and for some people it might be really easy for them to connect in a bunch of different groups and be involved in a bunch of different ways and have a bunch of friends and that doesn't mean that they're like a better more popular more interesting person than you it could just be that they're very extroverted and you're very introverted or that the problems that they're dealing with are different than the problems that you're dealing with and that doesn't mean that 
like they're a good Christian and you're a bad Christian or that you're a good Christian and they're a bad Christian. Um, it's just that you're like different, like uh, advice that other people might need for like getting through their four years of college and walking with Jesus mm -hmm. might be different than what you need just because everyone doesn't start on a level playing field when they go to college. Right. And the people that you meet and the things that you interact with, like you're just going to have experiences that are going to be way different than you think that they're going to be. Right. Because things are just going to come out of nowhere and you're going to cross the lines that you won't even know existed. And right. so you need good people speaking into your life right. and you need to um, know that you're not going to look exactly like everyone else and that that's okay. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you. No problem. I love my fans. <laughs>